Coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show. I have to tell you, I pray that prayer every night. And sometimes, I'm sorry, I what am I saying every night? I am on my knees by my bed. I'm being totally honest and transparent with you, you guys. I wake up every morning and besides all the other prayers that I pray, I am on my knees and I pray this prayer and I beg the Lord to bless me indeed. And and oh, that his hand would be with me because I know that I cannot accomplish anything significant for God to help heal this world without the hand of God on me. And that he would keep me from evil because there's so much evil out there. I love that God protects me and puts me in his arms and just protects me and that I would cause no pain. And so that whenever I was with anybody, they would remember that I was encouraging and inspiring and loving. Welcome to the show from the The MD MD and Chef Chef Team. Team. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef Team. And who are you? And I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. (laughs) Yes. Well, then we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen. And we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, oh yeah, we, we like, like to have, have fun, fun too. <laughs> so let's, let's get, get on, on with the show. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Isabel and welcome to the podcast. In this podcast, I am so excited about sharing with you something that's so dear and near to my heart. It's about God's blessings. I call this the blessing tool. Let me ask you a question. Do you love getting presents? You know, they're all wrapped up. They got ribbons. Sometimes they got sparkles. And sometimes they have really cool things hanging off of them. And that shiny paper. And not just for Christmas, any day of the year. Well, I do too. I love getting presents. Here's what I want you to understand. God's nature is to bless you. And to bless you all the time. And blessing means giving you presents, giving you good things that make you smile, that make your heart jump up and down and just be happy. There's this fable about St. Peter who welcomes this man at heaven's gate. Let's just call the man Michael, okay? Michael is so excited to be in heaven. And St. Peter wants to show Michael around. However, Michael has something else in mind. He's walking down the street. Yes, there are streets in heaven, at least with this fable. And he sees this big, shiny, long warehouse. And he goes, St. Peter, let's go in there. And St. Peter goes, I don't think you really want to go in there, Michael. But Michael insists. And he runs down the road and bursts in through the doors. And what he sees is rows upon rows of stacked boxes with red ribbons on each and every one of them in alphabetical order. Talk about being, what's the word? Uh, Pedantic, yeah. Well, Michael goes to the M row and he finds his box. He opens it up and inside the box 
are all these presents, all these gifts. And he's really confused, like, why are all these presents that were meant for me in this box? And St. Peter says, well, those are all the blessings God had for you, but you didn't ask. Let's think about why we don't ask for more blessings from God. The things that I can think of is, one, I don't feel like I deserve more. Like, I feel like I've got such a blessed life now. Why would God want to give me more? And so oftentimes we feel ashamed to ask for more, right? So we don't feel like we deserve more. Or we feel like we have enough and we should just be happy with that. Or this has happened to me a lot and it's happened to other people I know. We've given up hope for asking for more because we've asked for more, but nothing happens. And I've often wondered, why is it that we don't get what we ask for from God if he wants to bless us so much, right? Well, from the research that I've done, and I've done so much research into God, why am I not getting what I've asked for? And here are the three things that I've come to the conclusion with. One is it's not the right time. The situation isn't right, or the other person isn't ready yet. Here's an example. When I met Michael 40 years ago, I knew that I knew that I knew that I was going to be married and I was going to be with Michael forever. <laughs> Can you believe that? At the age of 20, I knew that. And I said to him, we're going to be together forever. Well, guess what? That word forever freaked Michael out completely. Now it is 40 years later <laughs> and he is saying, yes, babe, we're going to be together forever. So why don't we get what we ask for? Well, could be the other person isn't ready. You just got to accept people for where they're at and just let them grow into it. And luckily, Michael grew into the forever idea with me. The second reason why we don't get what we ask for is we aren't ready. How could we not be ready, right? I know, that's what I think sometimes. Well, we are ready because we're not emotionally ready or intellectually ready or physically ready. An example that comes to mind is my daughters. My two daughters were so ready to start driving when they were 15. And in New Zealand, which is where we live right now, in New Zealand, you can start getting your learners, you know, and start learning how to drive at 15. But, you know, there are restrictions. And in order to get your learners, you also had to attend driving class and pass this test so that you could get your learners. Well, they were emotionally ready, but they weren't intellectually ready. And so the test got them ready intellectually. So the second reason why we don't get what we pray for is because we aren't ready and we need to grow into it. Can you think of examples in your life, you know, that you still need to grow? You feel like you want something, but you know that you know that you know you got growing to do. I know for me, I want our doctor on a mission to positively impact and inspire greater than a billion people on this earth before I take my last breath. And in my opinion, it should have already happened by now. 
but apparently God believes that I still need to grow, be it emotionally, intellectually, or physically. And he's probably getting everybody else ready for this too. <laughs> so again, I wait patiently. And the third reason why you and I may not be getting what we ask God for is because he's got a better plan. And you know what? If he's got a better plan, then I go for his plan, not my plan. How would you like to feel a sense of clarity, focus, and mental sharpness that enables you to tackle any challenge with ease? Can you envision experiencing a better memory and recall, allowing you to easily remember important details, names, and events? What could you accomplish if your mental energy is always high, allowing you to stay alert and productive throughout the day without feeling mentally fatigued or foggy? How great would it feel when you experience better quality sleep, allowing your brain to rest and recharge, leading to increased productivity and creativity? Imagine feeling a sense of calmness and control allowing you to manage stress and anxiety with ease, giving you the confidence to handle any situation. Be honest with yourself. When was the last time you experienced an overall sense of well-being and satisfaction? You see, your brain health positively impacts all areas of your life, from work to relationships and personal growth. Just visualize how amazing it would feel to have optimal brain health and unlock your full potential. If you want to learn more, and I know you do, then check out the link in the show notes for the Optimizing Your Brain Health community. And we look forward to seeing you there. And now back to the rest of the show. So the three reasons why we don't get what we want, the three reasons why we don't get what we ask for, the three reasons why we don't get what we hope for is one, it's not the right time. Two, we aren't ready. Or three, God's got a better plan. So my encouragement for you here is don't give up hope. Keep on asking and ask and ask and ask. There's this book sweet little book. I encourage you to read it called The Prayer of Jabez by Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. Believe it or not, I actually did what he recommended at the end of the book, and that was to read it four times over. And I did. And guess what? Each time the Holy Spirit revealed more and more to me. I was like, my gosh, this is the fourth time I'm reading this book. And holy moly, I'm still getting new nuggets of of insight. So here's the book. I'm not saying you have to read it four times. I'm just saying that's what he recommended. And I actually did it, believe it or not. Okay, so the prayer of Jabez. It's a story of this man. They call him a gimper. And he was just somebody that just did stuff around the village. And it's a story in the Bible about Jabez. Now, Jabez the mother called him Jabez because she bore him in pain. And so every time his name was mentioned, the thought of pain came to a person's mind and also to Jabez. Now, 
being a woman who's given birth twice naturally, look, let me tell you, all my births were very painful. I don't know of any woman that gives birth naturally that's not painful. So I don't know where this mom was coming from, but back in those days, the name that you were given uh, was very significant. So poor old Jabez, every time somebody called his name, it was the thought of pain. But you see, Jabez's heart wanted to do more for God. So he prayed this prayer. And I'm going to go ahead and read the prayer. It's just four simple lines and then kind of like dissect each line as to how I understood it after reading the book. So it goes like this. Oh, Father God, oh, bless me indeed. And oh, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil and that I would cause no pain. And God blessed him greatly and he rose above all the rest. So let's break down this prayer. Oh Lord, oh bless me indeed. Well, to be blessed means to be given gifts or special standing. Imagine a Christian asking God, begging God to bless them more and more. I don't know about you, but that seems a little taboo in a lot of churches, in a lot of Christian thinking, in a lot of faith-filled beliefs. I think that's a very bold, bold prayer. But here it is, and it worked for Jabez, and it's working for millions of people around the world. Oh, Lord, oh, bless me indeed. And oh, that your hand would be with me. So that means you can't do anything. I cannot do anything unless God's hands are on us. We can't do anything. We can't do it in the flesh. Look, let me tell you, I have tried everything in my life to, to accomplish certain tasks, and I just failed miserably until I asked Father God to help me. So, oh, that your hand would be with me, because we know that having the hand of God on us in anything makes it a done deal, makes it an accomplishment, makes it a winning game, makes it happen. The, the third line is, and oh, that you would keep me from evil. There's a lot of toxicity out there in the world, isn't there? And you could be at the wrong place at the wrong time and not even know it but the hand of God would keep you from evil. You may be in an accident and Jesus just snatches you away from a catastrophic ending. And oh, that you would keep me from evil. Yeah, I love that. And that I would cause no pain. And that I would cause no pain. You know, our words can hurt people's hearts so much. And I frequently ask God, please, Shut my mouth. Stop my mouth. Lock up my mouth. If I don't have anything that's fruitful, anything that's inspiring, anything that's healing for somebody, please don't let me say anything bad, anything that's deedifying, anything that would hurt a person's heart. So here's the prayer, a simple prayer. Oh, Lord, oh, bless me indeed. Yes, Lord. And oh, that your hand would be with me. 
forever, Lord, and that you would keep me from evil and that I would cause no pain. And God blessed Jabez greatly and he rose above the rest. I have to tell you, I pray that prayer every night. And sometimes, I'm sorry, I, what am I saying every night? I am on my knees by my bed. I'm being totally honest and transparent with you, you guys. I wake up every morning and besides all the other prayers that I pray, I am on my knees and I pray this prayer and I beg the Lord to bless me indeed. And, and oh, that his hand would be with me because I know that I cannot accomplish anything significant for God to help heal this world without the hand of God on me and that he would keep me from evil because there's so much evil out there. I love that God protects me and puts me in his arms and just protects me and that I would cause no pain. And so that whenever I was with anybody, they would remember that I was encouraging and inspiring and loving. And that's my prayer. And I hope that you find the time to, to read that prayer, to understand the heart of God and how much he truly does want to bless you. So what do I want you to do? I don't want you to be afraid to ask God for more. He wants to give you so, so much. You know, in the Bible, in James 4, 2, now I don't usually go and find the exact place, but I do say, hey, I know in the Bible it says somewhere, and I do know that you can go to Google and Google the, the phrase and it comes up with the Bible verse. So this time, I do know because it is tattooed in my mind that James 4, 2 says, you have not because you ask not. It's in the Bible. It's God talking to us. You have not because you ask not. So we need to ask for it. You see, prayer, in my opinion, is coming attractions. And it's kind of like we pray for something. God hears it. He releases it from heaven and it starts coming towards us. And we can't become impatient. We've got to just know that it's coming. It's a coming attraction. So when I prophesy in the morning, when I say my prayers, I say to myself, Isabel, these are coming attractions. Believe that they're coming towards you. And I encourage you to believe the same. And believe that everything is possible. This is in the Bible. I don't know exactly where it is, but it says everything is possible for those who believe. Believing is a very active word. You believing takes a lot of energy, a lot of hope. So believe that your prayers are being answered. Okay. So what do I want you to do? One, don't be afraid to ask God for more. Remember, you have not because you ask not. Prayers are coming attractions and believe that everything is possible for you if you believe. So the bottom line, I'm landing this plane. <laughs> the bottom line for my blessing tool is one, God's nature is to bless you. And as a parent and parents out there, you understand that. If you've got children, you want to bless them. You love giving them presents. You love to see them happy and smiling. It doesn't matter what age. Hey, my girls 
my girls, can you believe this? They're in their 20s and I'm calling them girls still, but my girls are in their 20s and I still, Michael and I still love giving them presents and we will continue love giving them presents. And that's God's nature. He loves giving you presents. And the second is all you need to do is ask and believe and wait. Okay. All right. I hope that makes you happy. I hope that fills your heart with hope. Okay. I invite you to come over to doctoronamission.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R onamission.com. Yep. It's one long word, doctoronamission.com so that you can get your gifts of Chef Michael and I have prepared for you. Okay. Until next time, stay strong and above all, never, ever give up. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review.